What is going on, adventurers, travelers, and tourists alike? Welcome to Point Noir, home of the Point Noir podcast. I'm your host, Jerry III, aka Kimono Jack, and I'm so glad you're here with us for our 23rd session of the Point Noir podcast. Now, because it's the number 23, I'm going to personally call this our Like Mike episode to pay homage to the GOAT of the 90s, you know, some debate on that, but the GOAT, Michael Jordan out there with the 90s Bulls, uh, so that's what's going on there. But listen, in keeping with this basketball theme, we have an all-star guest, as always, coming up on the show. And if you, too, want to be somewhat of a globetrotter, you know what I'm saying, puns intended, I want to make sure you guys know that we sponsor a man of color to get his passport every single month here at the show. So if you stick around until the end or just fast forward, I don't care. I just want you to participate. I'm going to give you all the details on how you can participate or share the information with someone who wants to travel. So without further delay, stay tuned for today's special guest. Joining us today at The Point as our special guest is Mr. Ronnie Dunstan. Make sure you check him out on Instagram at Ronnie Dunstan. And among other things, he is a travel hacker extraordinaire and co-founder of the travel influencer account Road to 100 Countries that he shares with his wife, Dr. Sheba. And recently, just this year, they traveled to 100 countries together as a couple, and it's amazing. Not only have they had amazing experiences throughout the world that Ronnie shares with us here today on the show, but he's pulled so many life lessons and travel has really grown him as a man and as an individual, but he's interested in teaching others how to do the same, primarily using the credit card game to book free airfare and definitely free hotel stay. So I love the mission, I love his energy, had a great time sitting down with him, virtually of course for now, to talk about everything he's got going on. And I think you guys are really gonna get a lot of gems and a lot of key takeaways from this interview. So find a comfy, cozy place to relax, grab a refreshing beverage of choice, maybe two, this is a long one, but you guys are gonna dig it. I'll see you on the other side. What is going on, Ronnie? Thanks for joining us today at The Point. How are you feeling today, fam? I can't complain, you know, other than it being Monday, so. <laughs> oh, man, Monday, well, Monday still... is not bad. <laughs> Monday still applies for, for travelers such as yourself? <laughs> yeah, I still work a nine-to-five job, or it's seven to three in this case, <laughs> but yeah. Okay, okay. Part. I wouldn't have guessed. We're definitely going to introduce your story some, but I thought uh, you were full-time traveling, just, you know, picking a coast and you know, connecting Wi-Fi to Starbucks. Yeah, not at all. My wife and I, we're both uh, full-time employees. We just we just managed to, you know, hit 100 countries. Wow. Full-time jobs. <laughs> wow, wow. So let's dive into it, man. I'm so glad we had the time to talk. But uh, you just mentioned you and your wife, you guys are the, the founders of the awesome Instagram account, Road to 100 Countries. So let's start it off. Tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into the travel game, and maybe, you know, why you started building the page. Uh, yeah, so, um, ooh, starting off. So my wife and I originally, so back in, uh, we, we met like in uh, 2007, but in uh, 2011, I started this thing called Peachy Race Travel Club, kind of just trying to get my people, just people who look like me to travel more, because when we were in Aruba, I just realized like we were literally the only black people on the planet, so, and we're going to Aruba here, you know what I mean? This is back in, um, I forgot, when, I want to say, yeah, 2011 is when we went to Aruba, so while we were out there, uh, we came up with this whole Pay-TV's pay Travel Club. Uh, it it uh, lasted for about five years. I sold the company because service was just not for me, like booking things for people, that wasn't my thing. And I realized right. that uh, teaching people 
how to do the things that we were doing was really my thing. I, I was actually a, a dean of students as well as a professor in the College of Business and Technology. So just, that was always my thing, just to be able to teach people and show people things. So right. um, we, we were traveling, I want to say we probably, our first international location was like Canada. We drove to Canada, either, either that or Bahamas. But we um, we were doing a lot of the Caribbean, and I would say uh, five, actually five years ago in 2013, we had hit 13 countries together, and I was just like, you know what? We've been to like Bahamas like two or three times. We had that time, we've been to Mexico probably two or three as well. And I was like, you know what? We should just stop repeating countries. Hmm. And when we, we both decided to let's not uh, repeat countries my wife is like well there's 100 and, well recognized by the un there's 195 countries and i just came up with this like hey we should just see half of them we should see 100 let's right. do zero to 100 real quick right so we said let's do 100 countries um we at the time i think i may have said let's do it before 2020 i think we said 2020 at the time and then it manifested until let's do it before my 40th birthday which on my 40th birthday, we hit our 100 country, which was Mauritius back in uh, September 11th with my birthday of this year. So, wow, well, now. first of all, congratulations on that. I remember I commented on the post because Mauritius is one of those places that a lot of uh, Americans, U.S. citizens never make it to. And I was checking out your account, getting to learn a little bit about you. And I was like, oh, he knows he knows about the island out there. That, that's what's up, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, I, there was, I mean, I'm not going to lie, like even just being getting into travel itself and just looking at the map we started researching more and more countries like if you would have asked me this six seven, you know six years ago i would have been like mauritius where is that you know what right, I mean? like, right. but now you know what i mean i say shells mauritius I, 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 we've been to vanuatu you know even when i say vanuatu people are like well, where is that at so new caledonia you know just the south pacific alone i love and right. Mauritius was one of those you know one it's an african a lot of people don't know it's, you know even though it's an island it's a part of Africa. They consider yep. it a part of Africa, but the indigenous people just, a, it's an actual mix of like Indians, Africans, and then Asian. I will Asian, Indian yep. is Asia, but uh, Chinese more so. So mm -hmm. technically India is Asia, but um, those three mixtures, which was kind of weird even when we got there, but just learning more about uh, Mauritius was great. But uh, we just said, hey, let's do 100 countries, see if we can do it. Um, with full-time employees, we worked the points and miles system as well as uh, well. We we started to learn about the points and miles system five years ago, which it took me probably those first two years of traveling and figuring it out. And then I'm I'm from Jersey, my wife's from from New York. I just have a hustle mentality, so yeah. I, I looked up this. The, it was called the points guy, and yeah. I was reading about what he was talking about, but he was always giving like the point value. He wasn't really giving you the hustle aspect of it. So I was like, you know what? And and he didn't look like me. You know what I mean? Right. So for me, right. I'm like, let me see how I can take this to the next level. And I we literally in the last three years we haven't paid for a hotel. I so it took me two years to really master the system. And then now I can to the point that I, you know, I didn't have me to teach me then, but I can teach somebody now and they can hit the ground running. So that was one of the things that um it started off as a personal goal, road to one hundred countries. And it wasn't until maybe about two years ago that I was like, you know what, we should just make this like a travel movement because we were so close. And which is another reason why our website took so long to launch because I'm like going backward 
80 countries trying to go through pictures and videos right. to right, make right, right. a website. You know, I didn't start from the beginning like, hey, follow our journey. It was more like, hey, here's our journey. We made it <laughs> to 100 countries. Right. So, you know, we turned it into a movement. We have like merchandise now, T-shirts and things like that. We're going to be, uh, you know, uh, selling to people and giving people the opportunity to just join the movement and show them how they can do it. We, you know, we're, one of the things we're going to come up with is uh, we call it the tricks to travel system, and that's teaching people step by step how we travel to 100 countries, working full time, and I I like to say essentially for free, because we probably paid for about 40% of our airfare, and of course in the last three years, actually I might as well say four because 2019 is booked. We haven't paid for a hotel or resort yet. Wow, wow, and I love your focus on teaching and. And kind of giving a giving a hand to everybody else, and that's that's part of the reason why this show exists. Um, you know, you're creating a resource that didn't exist when you started. This show is is collecting stories that didn't exist as a resource when I started my adventuring, um, and that's incredible, man. Congratulations again to a hundred countries. So you guys did those additional what, like eighty two countries, eighty five countries in what four years? Eighty seven in, in in five years. So in five years total, because we were at thirteen, um, mm-hmm. we were at thirteen. Be- by uh 2013 so okay uh, so 2013 on so essentially you know and people's like oh it took you 100 i was like well technically we've been to 813 so you know i mean together and everything and the, the other thing the one of the key things about us so technically my wife has been to 101 countries <laughs> right so i made this joke we were in ireland i was like she's like well i've already because ireland was our 99 so in our video I was like, you know, we've been to 100 countries. She's like, well, technically, I've been to 101. I was like, I, I didn't, I didn't ask you that. I said we. Right. <laughs> so my wife, she actually's been to Sierra Leone. She went there. Okay. She, she she actually went there for work. So when she went to Sierra Leone for work, she works um, for the CDC. And when she was out there, uh, I wasn't able to visit her at the time. It was during the Ebola situation. She's a mm-hmm. research scientist. My wife's a research scientist, so she does have a doctorate in that, but she also does like health and fitness. So she. Technically, Ireland, you know, was her 100 country, but together we traveled to, there was like countries that I had been to, I think, maybe two without her before. And, uh, you know, we actually repeated those countries so that we can do it together. So the whole road to 100 countries, it's not even just me, it's us. You know what I mean? Like we both did it together. So that was one of the things. It's just to show people of color, like, look, you have a couple here that's, you know, we're not... I'm not that old. I'm 40, but you know what I'm saying. Right, we're not right. too. We're not too old. Um, my wife's 35, so she's five years younger than me. But um, we're not too old. We're black. We we uh, have full time jobs, and you know, just showing that black love, and we can see the world. We too can you, just like us. You can see the world as well, and that's what we were trying to just show people that you know, people of color do travel. Young people of color, shall I say, do travel. No, yeah, definitely young. And the positivity, uh, the positivity shows on the page, the way you guys give love, the way people support you. Uh, so let, let's back up a second. Were you always a traveler? Did you grow up traveling? You're from Jersey. I'm from outside of Philly. I'm from media. So shout okay. out to the East Coast, Beast Coast. Cause... Hey, I live in Philly. I actually would live in Wincote uh, area. And um, okay. uh, that's actually where I was a dean. I was a dean of students at DeVry University in Philadelphia for Washington Okay. Campus. So I know yeah. I was there for 12 years. So I, you know what I mean? Philadelphia all day. I know. Um, yeah. So um, my, I grew up an uh, a army brat. So my dad was military. He was army 22 years. And the only, no, no, not the only, the first place technically I, I flew internationally was Germany. We lived in Germany twice. Wurzburg okay. and Frankfurt. 
So that kind of just be, being able to get on a plane was one thing I was doing. But I, to be honest with you, to the level of travel that I'm at now, I'd have to give it kudos to my wife. So I was you know, okay. all about like, ah, let's go to Bahamas, Mexico, these little quick spots, the Caribbean. Now I was into right. the beach travel as well. My wife was more into uh, she was more into the cultural experience. And I was all mm-hmm. about, you know, and I'm a, I like to get into, uh, you know, I'm the one that's ATV and I'll do the jump, bungee jump, you know, I'm extremist. I like to do extreme sports as well. I was an athlete as well in school, high school and college. So for me, it's all about the sport of it. So my wife just expanded my knowledge. She's like, you know, we could do both and we could go here. You know, we started going um, to, to Europe, Africa, South America. We started just venturing out and I just realized like, you know, I got into those long flights. Once we did that 30-hour flight to New Zealand, not everything was yeah. possible from there. So we're <laughs> right. like, like, oh, Thailand is like 12 hours. I'm like, oh, that's nothing. You know, it's like three movies. You know what I mean, that's how right. I equate things. So for me, now I tell people, I'm like, unless I'm flying further than New Zealand, which you can't, you know, from our coast. So at that point, as it is what it is. Like nothing is. Every sky's the limit for us at this point. We're always, you know, where can we go? Where can we knock off on the map? I don't think we'll make it to 100. And a lot of people are like, well, why didn't you just say you're going to go to 195? I'm like, well, you know, we work for the government one. Um, I'm not going to, I, I'm probably not going to North Korea. <laughs> right. so, you off, know, off and, rip. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> exactly. So there's certain places. Uh, not, next thing is, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, so-and-so, they go to all the countries. I'm like, and the ones so far I've seen, I actually, I, I did meet someone now of color. She's gone to all 195. But even her story, talking to her directly, she said to me like, you know, hey, it's, it was a bit much, you know what I mean? But sometimes yeah. you'll see, you know, people that don't look like me, you know, the Caucasian persuasion, and, and they're traveling without a, without a hitch. So to me, you know, if I could do it, and if we can, don't get me wrong, we're going to continue right. to travel. You know, we're probably, I always joke with my wife, like, we'll probably hit like 180. But if, it, if there's a way and there's a means for us to hit all 195, at least, you know, recognized by the UN, we will. We will hit right. all, you know, 195, but that wasn't, we wanted a realistic goal. At least we right. thought 100 was realistic. A lot of people didn't think it was, and clearly we did it. So um, that was the, the thing. I didn't want to set a goal that I, I wasn't. I'm one of those, I'm a realist. Uh, if I'm going to set a goal, I'm going to obtain that goal. So I'm definitely going to reach. I'm not, you know, make short-term grows and make it long-term. So it was like, oh, let's do 100, but let's hit 25 first. And it was 50, you know what I mean? And we went from there. But once we realized we could do it, we, we went all in. Right. And if someone's asking me, why not do 196 and you haven't been to 120? Like, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Most <laughs> people can't even see 100. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, that's a huge, like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I, I hear people say that all the time. And it's funny because I, I say 196 too, but it's, people say Taiwan. And that's another thing too. So ironically, we've been probably to a little more, but it depends on how you look at it. So like, it's, okay. it's funny that you say 196, right? And I I said that too. But then some people are like, well, because see, first of all, in the 196, some people include Taiwan as a country. Some people say it's the Republic of China. Mm-hmm. Then you have um, the Holy See, which is Vatican City, which is a whole other thing. Right. Call that a country. You know, you don't see them calling some small in Africa country, but whatever. They want to call Vatican City that I just say is a part of Italy, but they say it's a part of the country. I've been there twice. Okay, whatever. So we add that on there. So depending on how people look, but in reality, if you don't go by the UN, it's over 200 countries. 
You know, if you, if yep, you actually yep. don't go by, you know what I mean? So, because what defines a country? Is it they have their own currency? Do they, you know what I mean? Do they have, um, they have their own currency? They have a flag? I mean, in that case, shoot, you can say uh, Puerto Rico is a country. <laughs> so, depends on how you look at it. But we're definitely trying to see as much of the world as possible. Right, 100%. Yeah, and shout out to you guys for, you know, being the trailblazers. I love how there's so much room in the travel niche and especially this recent, relatively recent black travel movement. You know, I'm more of a, a slow traveler. I'm an adventurer. I might head out, post up for a couple of years and then move on. But, you know, I love that there are people who have momentum and and are, you know, getting passport stamp after passport stamp and just really blazing the trail because I think ultimately moves like this – we've never traveled like this before, you know, outside of growing up in the military, having that sort of influence, where else have, uh, you know, young, a generation of young black people just been freely traveling the world without any obligations like that. Yeah, absolutely. You, you're right. And, and I mean, you know what, I think sometimes is the, the unknown though, because you we've traveled like when we went to Egypt, people are like, you went to Egypt? Like, is it safe? You know, people, what? they don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's sometimes, that was, you know, it can be a deterrent to people. And, you know, you see people that haven't even been out their own city, let alone their state at that. So, and, you know, as far as U- U.S. Uh, people is concerned, is a lot of people haven't even been out their own state. So we're, we're trying to just show people, like, yes, you can go there too. I've had people, especially our group, our Facebook group, there's a lot of people now that are, like, traveling to destinations they've seen us travel to or in that area because they've seen us travel, and I, and I love it. I just love and – and I'm inspired. You know, I tell people all the time, like, if somebody – I haven't been to uh, Iran, we'll say, first. You know, I've had people been to Iran. I'm like, oh, it's very nice, blah, blah, blah. It's beautiful. I'm not going to shut down from that. You know, if you would have asked me this back in the Bush era, maybe I wasn't going to Iran. But now, yeah, right. definitely. I, I see other people, especially people who look like me, that have been to Iran, absolutely is on the list. I'm not going to go to conflict situations for me, you know, just, and you know, we want to start a family, but if it's safe and, and I see people traveling is not uh, too shaky, of course we're going to try it. So we are going to go anywhere that we feel, you know, we deem it safe and safe, not by people's opinion, <laughs> not, not purely yeah. by people's opinion. I mean, you know, we look at things like, uh, travel.state.gov, so we go on, you know, the, the, the websites and things of that nature just to see what's going on in the world before we pick a location, you know, make sure shots and things of that nature is up depending on where we're going. But for the most part, we don't shun away from a location unless it's just something that we just can't make it to or it's uh, maybe the government is telling us we can't go because we do work for the government, so it depends on the location. But again... May, this year, we may, may not be able to go, and next year we could. We're going to do it. That's like Cuba. Cuba was something that we couldn't right. go to at one point. As soon as it opened up, we went. We took actually a group there. We took a group of about 20 people, well, 20 in total. Uh, we went to Cuba last year, I think. It was 2017, yeah, 2017 last year. Mm-hmm. So we, we try to do an annual group trip with people, too. We're not into the group things. Like, not, not, I'm not saying into the group things, but we're not into, um, booking group trips for people so what we try to do is we try to do like one group trip a year an annual trip uh we didn't do one this year you know and i realized people started flaking out and and at the time when we're doing our group trips because we're still on that we were on the whole we're not repeating countries so all our group trips Mm -hmm. are the countries that we've never been to so st kitts was supposed to be this year we ended up going we had a fabulous time st kitts is dope 
uh, the people that was great to us. Uh, we, we did a whole review of one of the, the Marriott there as well. But um, it was supposed to be a group trip. But, you know, people, it was a more, a little more expensive trip uh, because it's not, you know, it's not Mexico prices. You know what I mean? So it's not uh, that right. cheaper location. So people were like, oh, you know, who haven't traveled like that. They weren't really uh, too keen on the price. But we will bring the group trips back in uh, 2020. And the reason why I said 2020 because 2019 is booked up. We're also trying to start a family. So we'll wait till about 2020 to do a group trip. Okay, y'all got priorities and, and plans. So um, let's let's talk about let's dive in a little bit more uh, in in the spirit of teaching. How have you guys been able to balance having full time jobs and getting all of this done? Because a lot of times you hear stories where you know it feels like the encouragement is you know quit your corporate job, and I've I've been there, I've done it a couple <laughs> times. Quit your job, go travel, but that's not that's not the move for everybody. So how have you guys been able to maintain that balance and? And still be gainfully employed. That was absolutely not the move for us. Right. <laughs> so people who know me directly, like because we're both, I'm in a fraternity, she's a sorority. People mm-hmm. who know us directly, they know that even though you know whether we good money or not, because people, are, you know, I've seen comments like, "Yeah, rich, rich." Ha <laughs> ha. I'm frugal. I'm not paying for nothing. So, <laughs> but I'm also so I like to call it. I always make this joke that I'm a. I'm broke balling. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Balling on a budget. But I, I like to have luxury. Like we've been diamond for the last five years status with Hilton. So wow. you know, there's a whole bunch of different perks that they come in, but I'm also not paying for stuff. I'm even getting things where they're giving me half of my points back. And that's one of wow. the things we're gonna teach people how to do. Like people wanna be bloggers. And I'm like, hey, you can be a blogger, and if you're a blogger, that's great. But if you want to be a blogger, but you don't have the time. Yet you want that, you know, free stay and things like like that, and get people to sponsor you. I can teach you how to do that and not even be a blogger. Because blogging mm. takes a lot. Even when our it website, we're not going to be. Yeah, it's a lot. A hell of a lot. Yeah, to be a blogger, and I and I, and I don't knock anybody because I have people I see they're successful at it. That's what they love to do. But I also know people who who love to do it. I'll say love because now they're in a point like ah, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's like I, I do it because it's it's second nature. But man. I don't it's know, a grind, and it's, it's not it's, for everybody. Exactly, and it's not. And you know, for me, I, I knew that wasn't for us. So we're trying to create a space where people can network. We're creating a network rather than more so like a blog. But anyhow, so one of the things that we've done is this. So my wife, she will do things like, I'll, I'll say me because she has a little easier than I do. So I will work 10-hour days. So actually, I'll give you a prime example because we're mm-hmm. literally leaving on Thursday. Well, Wednesday night. So we're flying to Dominica. Dominica is going to be our number 101 for us, right? Okay. And we're literally living this week. So this is what we did. Monday is a federal holiday. I cannot tell you which holiday is that. What month is this? This is November. So it's Veterans uh, Veteran. Yeah, it's Veteran Day. I yeah. actually should know that, my father. So Veterans, Veterans Day is um, Monday, right? So this is what we're doing. Right. Because Dominica is not far. And uh, mm-hmm. when there's a closer like location, uh, with sometimes Europe and usually the Caribbean. So anything in like Africa or further like South uh, South Pacific, we're doing a week or more. But when okay. it's like uh, you know Cuba or uh, Saint Kitts or like Dominica, now we can do like a five day trip, and we we make sure our days are not spent trying to figure out what we're doing. We make sure our days are not wasted on travel. So this is what we'll do. One of the primary things. I will work a 10-hour shift in a two, so in a, you know, most paychecks, ours is the same way, every two weeks. So the one thing about this, 
that they won't do and most jobs won't allow you to do. They won't allow you to bank time. Like, oh, let me work, mm-hmm. you know, 10 hours. Can I bank these two days and keep adding up? They won't do that. And at first I thought they were being a-holes to me, but that's just the nature of the beast. I looked into it. I'm like, yeah. okay, it wasn't because I'm black and I'm acting. You know what I mean? It was like, no, we don't do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so <laughs> 10 hour days, right? So this is what, what I've done this week. So in this pay period, I, on my pay periods of one, the first to the 15th and the 16th to the 30th, 31st, right? So this is a yeah. new pay period for me. I work 10 hours today. I work 10 hours tomorrow and I'll work 10 hours on Wednesday, right? We will find right. a night flight or overnight flight on Wednesday to get us there early Thursday morning. So that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We get there early Thursday morning. Now, prior to our arrival, we will email the hotel or the resort in this case and let them know, look, this is all the kind of things we want to do. Have it set up before we even get there. It gives us the opportunity to really see the country and we're not wasting the whole day trying to figure out what we're doing. Right. When we hit the ground on Thursday when we land, they pick us up, we got all these, you know, preferential treatment. When you when you email them beforehand, it's you gotta build that rapport. And we teach people how to do that as well. We have a little template where we show people. So we build that rapport, they're picking us up, have signage, all this. Uh, we'll get to the hotel, eat breakfast, and then we'll go on, uh, we'll do like a cultural tour, nothing like hiking or crazy like I like to do in the first day because we just, you know, we flew in. And we'll right. do a cultural tour, we'll see the city and things of that nature, uh, see the resort, we usually do a review of the resort as well. And then Friday morning, our, uh, our morning is going to be planned. Now what I have is we're going to be there all day Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's four full days of activities mm-hmm. to see. And Dominique is not that big. And I'm not saying, and I, and I, I'm not saying that I'm going to be able to Merge myself in the culture, and I'm gonna know everything about Dominica. But I'm gonna see right. Dominica in four days. You know, and I know some people for like, sure, for sure. Yeah, people are like, oh, oh, if you're not there for at least a week, you don't understand the country, bro. If you're not here for over a year, you're not even gonna understand you, the United States. So give me, don't give me that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? You're not right. you unless you live there. And even when you live there, you can live in a place and go to work at home every day, mm-hmm. and you don't know the place. You know what I mean? So I, I tell people like, hey, whatever. We say as long as you're there for, we always say, it, a, count, a country didn't count for us anyhow if we weren't there for a full day, a full day or okay. more. So sometimes, you know, the cruises and have a full itinerary because we do one cruise a year. We didn't try to really do cruises to uh, hit countries that way. I know some people do. Plus, you, it, you'll hit like, you'll repeat countries on cruises a lot. So we actually started right. flying out the places to do cruises. But anyhow, back to what I'm saying. So. That's four full days. We'll come back Monday night. Now, my wife, she won't go to work on Tuesday. I'll go to work on Tuesday. We'll come home on a, a Monday night, and I'll go to work on Tuesday, do a 10-hour, doing a 10-hour day Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and Friday to f- complete my hours. I still hit my hours. And get this, I never use one day of PTO. Because when you work 10-hour days in a two-week time, 10-hour days in one week gives you one day free, one day off. You know, it's like having a Friday off. Right. So they'll let me bank them in a two-week period. So I'll do 10 hours straight for, uh, we'll say, uh, um, eight days, eight work days, and then I get those two days off. So I combine them in, in this week. I'll take Thursday and Friday off, but I'm not really taking it off. I've worked the hours already. Right. So Thursday, oh, and Friday, okay. yeah, exactly. Thursday and Friday are free days. Saturday and Sunday, I'm fortunate enough that we don't work on weekends. I know some people are like, well, I work on weekends. I, I know other people do. 
So it depends on your situation. Right. You know, I always, <laughs> I, I've been doing it so long, I know the questions. That's gonna, you know, well, I don't, I work on weekends. Like, okay, okay, I understand. We gotta work it, you know, modify it a little bit, but it's possible. So, and then for me, I'm luckily that I work at a job that gives us federal holidays off. I know that all jobs don't get Veterans Day off. So I have to say that too, right. because I know people, you know, so I say, you know, it may not be for you. You might have, or you may have to do like a Memorial Day where more jobs do give you Memorial Day or Christmas. Whatever the case may be. Or get another job. <laughs> yeah, or not. But, you know, I, I can't tell people to get another job. I, I cannot. <laughs> get, another, get another damn job. Now, I will say to someone, <laughs> if you're not happy in your job, and you're not, exactly. you know, if you're not happy in your job and it's, it's one of those, like, you're dreading going to work every day, yeah, you might want to look at getting another job. I love my job. It's yeah. cool, you know. I, I, did, I did used to work from home, but uh, now I go in every day for the last two years. And, you know, it's, it's a little bit annoying, but now I take a train, so it's cool. But but I do enjoy my job, and they're flexible. They understand. And they understand that I like to travel. You know, they jokingly now, like, right. well, you hit 100, you're going to slow down now? Uh, no, because I want you to get accustomed to be traveling. So, so right. <laughs> every federal holiday, it's funny because my wife, like, we may not have something planned. And I'm like, you know, we got to go somewhere, right? I just can't be here. Because <laughs> right? so, I, I, can't, I can't go to work. And they're like, wait, you're here? It's a federal holiday? I don't, want, I don't even want right. to get used to that. You got a reputation. Yeah, exactly. I got a reputation to hold. So, um, so we do. We try to go every federal holiday. And then we have Monday off. So we're Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, all five days, right? Free. Right. Well, we have five. But six days, five days. So those five days, no PTO was used. Yeah. I came back and I went wow. to work on Tuesday. Now, some people, they may not go. My wife, she has you know, her days here and there. Hers is a little different because she only works three days a week. But she works three in the office, one telework, and she has a Friday off. So hers is a little different. She doesn't have to do those. Well, she technically is doing those extra hours like me. But I'll just, we, we're kind of doing the same thing. It's just I go every day. So they won't let me. Right. They, it's, 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 you know, it's a, it's a hate, love, hate relationship in the aspect that they don't want me to do this. I can't do 10 hour days every week and just have every Friday off because I'd rather do that. But they understand right. my travel. Like, you know, they understand that I love to travel and they understand that I'm going to travel usually during the federal holiday for the most part, other than our anniversary. So they know every April, our anniversary, Ronnie's not going to be here. They know on my birthday, 9-11, Ronnie's not going to be here. And then all federal holidays. We have a relationship. They understand that. Then I ask me to do things. They, they're not going to say, hey, 9-11, you're going to be here? They may joke and say it. They already know I'm not going to be here. Don't ask me that question. Right. My birthday is a federal <laughs> holiday. It's a holiday for me. You know what I mean? So, right. so right. those things, they know that, oh, holiday's coming up. We need to get Ronnie with, we're going to have him or, you know, I do training. I'm a training specialist. We have him doing some things. Let's get it all done before the holiday. Not to mention, the federal government, a lot of people aren't around during the holidays anyhow. So I'm kind of traveling during the time mm-hmm. people aren't around. Whether they're not, whether they're traveling or just taking days off, I'm still in the same time. So it doesn't, there's no hiccup in our in our position. And that's how we were able to do it. There's no hiccup. There's no change. Um, it worked that way. That, that makes a lot of sense. And I think ultimately it comes down to being creative. Yeah with your work situation. And, and that's another thing that um, you know, I come from the corporate world uh, for almost all of my working career. And there's not a lot of black guidance from people that look like me in terms of saying, hey, things are flexible. You know, a lot of times the, the impression that we get from some of the, the others, our elders, our parents is like, hey, you should be grateful you have a job at all, much less, 
you know, try to get flexible and funky with the work days so that you can do other things you're interested in. So I think that's super valuable that, that you guys share that and, and do it because if you're worried about, hey, I work on weekends, well, get creative and make your dreams yeah, happen. Work, you know, try to do it week. Shoot, it's cheaper. <laughs> so you can fly on a Wednesday. You work on a weekend. All right, well, you know what? Be gone Monday through Friday. Come back and go to work on Saturday and Sunday if you needed to. But exactly, you catch all the happy yeah, hours. It's great. All the cheap stuff. But for me, and one of the things I I also I do tell people is this: is that so when it comes to a job, um, um issue here. So when it when it, when it comes to your position and, and just the job, I always tell people out there: listen, uh, the one thing that that jobs they will work you to death. They don't care if you take your PTO. Yeah, they give it to you, but they don't actually care if you're going to you go. If you quit your job, your job will be posted the next day. So mm-hmm. I have no loyalty. So I always tell people I have zero PTO hours. Now, I have people like we, they allow us sometimes to go negative. So the only one thing, you know, my, my supervisor told me like, hey, hey, let's not go to negative. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, I'll try my best. Right. But, you know, you should have told me I had that option to go to negative. So we, we could do like 20 or something hours negative, but I, I don't, I, you know, and I respect them. They don't want me because they don't want me red flag. I stay out of the negative, but I'd be creative. So I always tell people one of the things is to change your travel mindset. And that's our little niche thing that we're telling people. Change your travel mindset. First of all, everything starts with, well, everything is, knowledge is the key to success. And the way your mindset is, whether it's travel, whether it's uh, being an entrepreneur, whether it's, it's knowing or understanding different cultures, you have to change your mindset. You can come in and, you know, you right. can't always assume one thing about a culture or something of that nature until you actually get there, you witness it, you understand it, you live it, you change your mindset. So the thing for us is change your travel mindset. Hmm. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So, dude, those are some gems right there. And one thing I have to ask you about, have to ask you about traveling in a relationship as a couple. What have you learned about that? What could you share for for, for those of us out here? Because I've said this on many a show, like I see people traveling with their, their significant others and I'm just like, it must, must be, be nice. nice <laughs> so this is what I will tell. Well, no, I can't uh, do it. I'm not a that. Maybe I'm mature enough. But I'm just it. like, yo, I need to move at my pace. You know what I'm saying? Get with the program and get uh, off the bus, ma, because, well, you know, I'll see what I can do. Here's back. the thing, ironically. So number one, um, women actually love it. And when you look at people of color, the ones that's actually out there doing it, which is, I love that what you're doing, black men, because it's not, it's not enough of us out there traveling. We're out there, but it's not, we're nowhere near the numbers of black women. So that's number one. So can we talk, can we talk about that right quick? Because I was going to ask you about this, because I know, I know you see a lot yeah. of the culture, but for sure, brothers are not moving at the same number that women are. And what do you think is behind that? Now, I know we do stay places. We tend to be expats for longer. That's well, that's kind of the general consensus. We, in general, women are yeah. We more. can be so we can be expats longer, and women can travel more. And here's why: one, unfortunately, especially what you know, like for example, I'll just give an example. We went to India, and my wife, if she wasn't with me, she would have been uncomfortable in certain situations because it was like even when she was covered, they're like staring. Is you know, it's a different concept. And some people in some cult, not necessarily India, but in general. 
some cultures don't respect women as much as, you know, let's say in the U.S. or whatever the case may be. So it's a little mm-hmm. harder. And I can see that for solo travel. But I know a lot. I know women solo travelers. And, you know, they hit the ground running. But as far as like, yeah, they exactly. Crush it. Crush it. Yeah. And there's some people, again, in certain places they're staying and certain places they're going to go. They may not stay as long as we would. But unfortunately, that's just a, that's a gender, you know, a gender bias, shall I say, that's out there. But women getting up and going in comparison to us. So number one, I'm in a fraternity, Kappa Alpha Psi, and uh, mm-hmm. I throw out a shout out for this, right? So this is the one thing about us. Men. Unfortunately, when we travel, we want to travel for the women. <laughs> we're traveling because we want to, we're trying to hook up. We're not doing it necessarily until you mature, until we mature up. We're, we're trying right. to like travel for the culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we're mm-hmm. going like, oh, we're, and don't get me wrong, we kind of mixing it too, because once you start getting out there and you're seeing more and more countries, and I'll just say, like, you're getting further than, if you're in the U.S., shall I say, and you're getting further than the Caribbean, you're starting to see more of the work. And not the, not right. the Caribbean, because if you're flying from the West Coast, the Caribbean might be it for you. You know what I mean? Asia's closer to the West Coast than it is to the East Coast, because I'm giving you an East Coast perspective, a male, you know, from the East Coast perspective. Right. Because, again, uh, you know, the, the the Caribbean for the West Coast, the, you know, Hawaii to them is 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 a backyard. Whereas for us, you know, in the East right. Coast, we're like, hey, we want to go. But Japan and Asia to them is also the backyard. Whereas to us, it's not. So right. I'm, I am speaking of the East Coast uh, mindset, shall I say, of a traveler. But men, that's yeah, fair. That's fair. So men, men, we, one, the ones who do travel, they're not necessarily they haven't connected with a woman yet or found a woman who probably wants to travel or do the things that they they want to as well so you have to be equally yoked. that's number one so my wife and i we're balanced we're yin and yang but we're equally yoked we we both uh, our salaries we we go back and back and forth like you know what i mean it's, you know i'm making a little more than her and then she's making a little more we go back and forth i'll go to a job and joke I'm like hey my wife make more than me. You need to give me a raise. You know what I'm saying? Like, like right. so we're, you know, there's no like I got the money and I'm doing what I want to do, or you got the money, you do what I want to do. We're equally yoked when it comes to that. So then my wife is, she's a tourist. She's headstrong when it comes to that. So, so that's one part. Two, so we're balanced. So my wife, she wants to see museums and cultural things, and you know, and be, you know, go to the villages and be one with the people. Sometimes I'm like, eh, you know, I do. I want to jump off bridges. I want to. I went, when we went to uh, New Zealand, we did the, the sky jump. I like doing stuff like that. So my wife, we're balanced. Nice. Instead of we're just going, you know, the typical man, selfish, and I'm fortunate, but it's true, and I got to throw it out there. We could be selfish at times. We want to do what we want to do, and it is what uh-huh. we want to do. And that's not the case. So for my wife, I, the way we plan things, she'll plan the itinerary. She, and, and women are more, uh, they're just nurturing more than, than, than dudes to begin with. But they're more uh, balanced than we are to an extent. So she knows that, hey, you know what? Ronnie wants to ride the ATV. She's going to throw it on the itinerary. She's not, she's not, she's not going to create the itinerary and there's something on there that I don't want to do. You know what I mean? Or I mean, not that I, no, I'm not, not, don't want to do. But there's something on there that, there's nothing on there that I want to do, shall I say. You know what I mean? She's going to keep balancing that. Mm. So she'll create the itinerary and I make the, the way. So I make sure the points, I, I always plan things out. How many points is going to take me to go here? That's how we we, we planned out an entire 2019 year. You know what I mean? Like Namibia, Zambia, we use our points, Hilton points. So we set up, everything is free. 
So I'll do that aspect. She does the itinerary. We come together. I, you know, I'm not gonna huff and puff when I see the cultural, or, or yeah, not that I don't. I do. I love, I love the cultural, you know. But I wouldn't like if we had a location at the beach day. My wife is sitting on the beach all day and just relax. I'm like, ah, right. I can't, I can't do this. But now, man, man, I get itchy. I can't, I can't be sitting I can't, like I that. Fall asleep <laughs> on the beach. But you know what? My wife gets one beach day. I get one extreme day. Hey. We balance it. When we go to Dominica, we're going to have a beach day. Then we're going to have the hike into the waterfall day. You know what I mean? So, and she loves it and I love it. Like, it took me about 20, 30 minutes. And she probably tell you it took, a, took me like 40 minutes to talk my wife. My wife is afraid of heights, but she's conquering it as we go. Okay. You, you, could, you would not tell in no picture or anything that we do. She'll tell you, you know, I'm afraid of heights. But I'm like, you jumped off a freaking building in New Zealand. <laughs> so we jumped, we did the sky jump. It did. It took me about 30 minutes to talk yeah. into it. But I was like, babe, one time experience. How many times we flying to New Zealand? And she did it. The video was dope. Looked like she lost her soul in the first three seconds. Like she, she, she like, <laughs> now she's like, oh. it was like, where's the scream at? And then it just came out. But it, it was cool. It was definitely fun. You know, my video, she's like, you look like it's a piece of cake. I was ready to do it again because it was like, oh, it wasn't adrenaline enough. Because, you know, it's kind of guided jump anyway. It's right. not like a, a, you know, it's not skydiving. But anyhow, you have to right. balance it. Back to the point is that men and women, women want to travel. And unfortunately, some guys, like, we, yeah, we, you, we do see us traveling. But the majority of us, we don't want to go nowhere. We don't want to do, we want to do the like, oh, this is all inclusive. Or they don't do anything. I have, I know couples now, and I'm like, you know what? That's something you need to establish before you get married. You need to understand right. what's your travel goals. You know, are we going to travel, babe? You know, we we going to travel. You know, often we're going to try how many times a month. And and of course, kids are going to change it too. But and that's one thing too. It's funny is people would say to me because we we are looking to have kids, and that's going to be our next chapter, family travel. People think like, right. oh, you had a kid, right. it's going to slow down. I'm like, little do you know. Yeah, little Hell do you no. know. My wife <laughs> is all about traveling with the kids. So I was like, listen, when the woman is on board. When your woman is on board with anything, it will happen. <laughs> so I'm like, I mean, now, and, and, well, that's a that's a couple of relationship and just a marriage thing. If a man is all on board and a woman is not, there's a high probability it's not happening. <laughs> but because you know they always right. say happy wife, happy life. But I, I'm a strong believer in it, and I don't. I'm not riding the whole coat tie. And people like, at first I was like, I'm not gonna lie, you know, because I'm like, shit, happy wife, happy life. Fuck, what about us? But, however, as I've been married for five years now, right? Well, five years legally, we always say our anniversary is April, though, because we actually eloped in Vegas and got married in October, uh, uh, right before. Our wedding was technically April 2014, but we, we eloped in Vegas. So technically, we've been married for five years. We've been together since 07. One of the things I will, and mm-hmm. I, and dudes out there, happy wife, happy life. And let me actually explain it. No one tells you this shit. You know what I'm saying? If a woman is happy, she will take care of her man. She will go out her way to do things for a man. So why, rather than butting heads with your woman, if you make her happy, she's going to essentially, you know, not to be something, she's going to kind of give, give you what you want anyway. So you're both going to be happy. But if you make her miserable or you're always trying to take the lead, yeah, she may give in, and that eventually is going to give out. <laughs> She's going to give in to, to what you want to do, and it's going to fade eventually. 
then you have disgruntled marriages, you know, to divorce and so forth. So I always tell people like I wasn't a believer in it. I mean, I could go. That's not about this, but I can go in even more detail with that. But it's 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 way more to it than just the sex. So and that's the same thing with a relationship. If you set ground rules and understand it beforehand, it's not all about you know when you're dating and courting a woman. Um, find out what's their their goals and aspirations, dude. If you know you like to travel, you need to say that. Hey, you've been out the country before. Oh, no, I don't have a passport. Or, or and actually, ignorance will come about too that you don't know about. I was one of them. I was, you know, my wife was like, "Oh, let's go here." I'm like, "All right, I'm not going here." Blah blah. I had a little bit of ignorance to me when it came to travel. You uh-huh. know what I mean? I was, I was, I was woke-ish. I was woke enough. My wife is is woke all the way around. Right. Even now, she's like, "You like ninety percent woke." She might tell me I'm 80, 85. Damn, she got you in the wokeometer. Yeah, 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 yeah. She definitely got me in the wokeometer. But I was once that, and I brought in my horizon. Yeah. So, you know, we kind of said, we started traveling before we got married. So getting married was just even more. You know, and dual income is fun. <laughs> so that's another thing. Bro, but, bro but, dual income? Because like, I understand it. I'm a, I'm a numbers guy. I got the personal finance down. I'm just like, yeah. shoot, if I could just get me someone to match, like, ugh. Yeah, to match you? And my wife is definitely matching and beyond. Like, she 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 steps up your game every time. So, and she she has a, she's a, she has a doctorate. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm the MBA. I have a couple of masters, but. I don't have my doctor just yet, and in the field, technically the fields we're in, you know, she's gonna make that money. So I, I'm pushing to make that. So we we're both good, and I'm a hustler, right? I mean, by just by nature, so it's just gonna happen anyhow. But yeah, you you want to be equally yoked with with your man or woman. You know, if you're a woman, you want your man to be equally yoked. If you're a man, you want your woman to be equally yoked. or or. Same sex. Right, right, right. I see you, brother. I see you. Do same sex. Look, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Right. You kind of want to be equally yoked with that person. You have to have an understanding. You can find, like for you, you like to travel and you like to go when you go. Well, you know what? You're in your mode, you're expat, you like to go out and travel. Well, guess what? You're going to, you're a woman or the wife or whomever you're going to marry or you find in your life. You're probably gonna find them trapped. You're not gonna find the person that's still in the U.S. who only maybe let's say they have travel, or only did cruises or something, or right. only went to you know, it, you know, unfortunately, only the Caribbean, not in the game. No knock on that. And I'm speaking on the East Coast, right, right. You know, mindset. So, but you will probably find your your match out there with you. Right. And <laughs> Another blogger I've seen, and I've seen well, one of the people that we've we've uh, we featured on the road to the country. Her and her boyfriend now. Uh, I'm not gonna. I don't know if they're out there as an item, but she found her boyfriend. They were both bloggers. They okay. were commenting on each other's post pictures. Right. I'm like, and I, I'm 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 actually gonna feature them on our website. Hopefully, uh, uh, in January, because we do our we're gonna do our features like we're doing it when it launches. Now we're doing a feature in January. Every like three months we'll do a feature. But their love story is crazy. Right. Like they were bloggers, they were commenting on each other, right? And then they turned out they ended up being in the same location at the same time. You know how you got the Facebook and the uh mm-hmm. you know, you look put your location on, you know you how location Facebook's on a stalker. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know how it's a stalker. Drop that pen, my like, drop that pen. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, Wait, you're here, he's here, and boom, and they just kinda like connected. 
And now they're, you know, they're doing the travel thing together. They're kind of merging together. I joke with them all the time, like, oh, we're going to hit 100 countries. I was like, yeah, we can't do it together. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was joking. I was like, hey, yeah, he did like 50. You did like 50. But, but, but you ain't do it together. Though. I was like, you got to reset that. You got to reset that. Because, you know, she's always coming, you know, with me. Because she's been to a lot. I think she's been to maybe 60, 70 or so. Okay. But, and he's been to a lot. You know, combined, they've probably been to about 100. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, yeah, different countries, at least 100 probably together. But cause he's been to a lot more. And again, it's him as an expat, is, it's easier for him to go to certain places, you know, he's gone and been for, for a long period of time. That she might, she hasn't been to just yet, but they met, they met the match. I'm not to say, you know, they're going to be married, but I'm not trying to jinx them either, but right. they, they're a couple and then, you know, they work and now they're, they're merging. It just so happens that and they're both into like the cultural scene. And when they, when they travel, they're kind of the same type of traveler right. that worked out for them. And, but you just, you know, that you, it depends on, you know, where you're going to find your, your person. But I always tell people, that should be at the beginning type conversation. And that's not to say that if a person is not into traveling like you are, not to say that they can't. Some people just never got bit with the travel bug yet. <laughs> you might get an addict. I'm an addict. And I tell people all day, I, I don't, I've never, I've, ironically, I've never smoked or done drugs or, or, or drink. I don't drink either. My wife does. She's not drunk, but she, she, she uh, drinks and I don't. I don't do, you know, and she doesn't smoke either though. But, I've never drank or smoked, so my drug is travel. Yeah. That's literally my eye. I'm, I'm addicted to travel. I get high off of travel. I love traveling. I love going to new countries. Um, and, we, and we will. Like Now that we've hit 100, we're going to repeat the countries. There's some countries that you know, maybe I wasn't there long enough. Right. The words coming back some to. things that I love. Yeah, exactly. So the, Exactly. Words coming back to. So people are like, well, why'd you? I was like, you know what? What I did was. I had the concept that I want to hit all that I can see quick, right? Not quick, too quick, because we can still go in there for a couple of days and whatnot. And then I can go back to the ones I like. Yeah, there's some that's like, ah, I checked it off. I'm good. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I don't want to go back. I don't need to go back. And then there's some that's like, oh, you know, I want to see that again. I want to come back to there. So, so that's that's one of the reasons why you know we did the way that we did it the way we did it. It wasn't just about a check mark. But we did want to see if we could see in the world. Which is which is a beautiful thing to add on to that because um, you know these are countries, entire cultures, entire you know experiences. It's not it's not toilet paper. You can go back and read like there's value there. You know what I'm saying? You don't just go to one and throw it away. Um, so I totally respect and I'm so appreciative that you did share that angle. That hey, yeah, I had this approach to hit this number because that was a that was an ambition of ours. But hell yeah, I'm going to go back and spend a little bit more time and have a different experience because you know. Uh, we have so much privilege to travel being from the States um, that man, sometimes we forget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we forget yeah, people don't, how nice it is to have a blue passport. And, and people, yeah, that is, that's another thing too. I've had travelers and some of the bloggers that are guest bloggers on our page that we'll see featured talking about that. Like being, having that, that U S passport is crazy. And then the funny part is not funny, but just ironic. I see more racism in the United States than I do abroad. Funny how that happens. I know, funny. Like, what the hell? Like it, it, it's you know, not and here's the thing. I'm not saying that you're not gonna witness or have racism when you're traveling. Yes, it's out there. Right. And, and the funny part is unfortunately, sometimes it's because what they see on TV here. And they're like, yep. what the hell? Like so, you know, be U.S. is a, an influential place more than people think. It influences the world. 
So, you know, the orange man that we have in office, we're a joke to some people. Some people, and then some people think like, well, they can have a, I'm not going to call him a dictator, but you know what I'm saying? They have somebody like that. We can have them too. Like, no, nah, this is not, this is what right. not to do right now. But that's just my political stance. I know some people, you know, whatever. But in general, though. Hey, you can speak your people, yeah. though, bro. This is, this is just, you know, man. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. But I, um, yeah, it, it, having the U.S. passport, people who are afraid or, you know, like U.S. citizens will say that are afraid to travel or think that you should actually go out there and try it. You'll be more, you'll be surprised. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And on that note, before we round out, I wanted to know if you could, out of all your experience after hitting these countries, after doing it with your wife, which like, seriously, that's goals. Like you guys are evolving the dynamic of what, you know, black couples can look like. Cause growing up, did you ever see a black couple traveling no, to this many countries? Not at all. Exactly. I actually, I didn't have, and I, I tell people, I didn't have me. Now, you know, I didn't have me, yeah. whether it was learning the points of mile system, whether it was seeing people who look like me travel. I, you know, I'm the guinea pig. I'm the star. So, of course, somebody's going to do it better. <laughs> I tell people all the time, if you're not doing it, if, if I show you the blueprint and you don't do it better than me, you're not doing something right. Because mm. you should pretty much, you can mimic mine and take it and expand it more. And that's what we're looking to show people. Right. Yeah, it took me a couple, you know, two years, ups and downs and bumps to figure out the system. But now I have it figured out. Now, and I've taught people now, one of my homegirls, Kim. I taught Kim how to work the system and she's taking it to the whole nother level. I'm like, damn. Like, I'm watching her and I'm learning a couple of new things too. It's not, and I, I tell people, it's not, I don't know all the answers. So our tricks to travel right. system that when we teach people, and the one thing, I, a key ingredient that I tell people, people are like, oh, well, you got the points guy out there and you got other people out there. Other people are saying the same thing. No, let me explain something to you. I'm not knocking anybody's hustle. I'm not knocking anybody else. What I'm going to show you is step by step of how I did it. How Sheba and I, my right. wife and I did it. You want to learn? I did it. I'm not telling you. There's people that tell you, oh, travel this or you can do this. And they're talking just finance part, but they've never been there. You know, numbers wise, they can tell you how to do it. But did you go to the country? Have you been there before? So there's like, you know, right. these networks out there or I, not to knock them, but I'm not an MLM person. People are like, oh, you should join the MLM. Like they come to me all the time. I'm like, but let me ask a question. How many countries have you been to? And not to say that I'm. You know, oh, you ain't been in this many countries. You can't tell me nothing. That's not it. Are you you expanded beyond, say, the Caribbean? Are you expanded? You know what I mean? Is your knowledge base beyond that? Or are you just going to tell me something that we grab these little quick trips that everybody else does anyway? I want to know more. So one of the things with our step-by-step, we're going to teach you. And we're going to have videos where it's like I'm literally, I have because I do training. This is what I do. It's going to be so right. novice level because we have, like, keep it simple, stupid, as we always say. We're going to take you, we have beginner, mm-hmm. we have intermediate, and we have advanced travel levels. If you walk through these levels, I guarantee people will be traveling at minimum one time a year for free. And I, and I don't get me wrong, can you hit the ground running? And like my friend Kim, absolutely. But the one thing I have learned, and just in the numbers and how people spend, you can guarantee you a free hotel every year and a flight, uh, depending if you work it and you network a little more, you can get the flight. You can accept that. My mom is my biggest guinea pig. I use her because my mom, she went to these bucket list places and there was uh, four places that I, I was like, how your bucket list? I've been to all your places, Australia, Italy, Alaska, and um, oh, and Iceland. We took her to Iceland. 
mm-hmm. taking to Italy next year. Nice. Her 60th birthday, we're taking to Australia. Actually, we're taking to Italy and Alaska. And her 60th birthday, we're going to take her to Australia. She's going to hit a bucket list. Right now, she has the points and miles for a complete free trip to Australia. Right now. We're just holding it off. And, and God, you know, God willing, she gets to turn 60. We're just holding it off until she turns, you know, for her 60th birthday. Technically, she can go right now. And she didn't change her spending habits. I'm not telling people to spend beyond your means. I'm just telling you to change your mindset. I think everything now points in miles. I let me tell you, I'll buy a pack of gum. I, and let me tell you, I will go to Walmart, Super Walmart, because it's charged as a as a, a grocery store, and I get six points on the dollar, right. as opposed to going to like a CVS and I only get three points on the dollar. I'm going to Walmart. Not I may change my route a little bit, but you, you can get everything at Walmart. Do you know what I mean? I don't need to get it in CVS. I can go to Walmart. I do things like that just because I'm getting double the amount of points. I tell people, I'm like, oh, let me uh, let me pay that for you. You right. know what I mean? Or I, I'm the guy that, that pulls out the credit card. Everybody gives me the cash. Right. Because <laughs> I'm going to pay for the minute. So it's just little things that, you know, you got to change your travel mindset. And we're going to teach people that step by step on how to do that. And that's going to launch uh, in January. Okay. So before we talk more about that, I wanted to know if you had one one thing that you could share that men of color would get out of traveling, men who aren't traveling or maybe don't have their passport, because you know we sponsor passports here. What's one thing that you think all your travel experience has added to you as, as, a, as a black man in the States? What, what do you think is the biggest value add that, that other brothers should look forward to experiencing? Ah, one is so many different things of value. I would say that um, as a black man, one thing is your self-worth is enhanced mm. when you travel more and you learn different cultures and you appreciate you appreciate life more and things like some people think like oh you from the hood or what i was from the hood my parents you know they got into uh the military things like that but i tell people all the time like you don't have it well bad you know some people think that they have it bad and they're just depressed not to say that you know you shouldn't be depressed or you can't be not shouldn't be can't be depressed but there's people out there in the world that are having worse than us and are happy. There are people out there because they mm. respect and love life. And sometimes when you travel, you will broaden your horizons. Like you would definitely, it will expand your mindset. I, again, I, I might've been a little woke, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> my, my wife has brought me from just travel alone. My woke factor, you know, has gone from let's say 50% that I'm a good, you know, 85, 90%. Just in general, and just as a, a as a black man, you you respect things more. You respect life. You respect women. Um, you respect cultures. You your patience. It's a lot of things. Like you you evolve as a person. Your maturity level just it steps up when you're when you're out there and you're traveling. You're beating different people of different cultures and 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 your self worth. Like you know, in the U.S., you know, you're getting pulled over by cops and getting killed. You you don't have that antsiness when you when you're getting pulled over to cops in other countries. You know, people they might just be pulling over because hey, you were swerving. We we need to understand how pulling over you drive them all black. You know what I mean? So it, you 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 have a different different perspective, a different life, different. It's a it's a mind changing experience. That's what I would say to people on all levels because depending on where you're lacking, that's where you're going to be expanded. So it all depends if you're an outgoing person. Mm. You know, you might, if you're out going, talking to person, me, for example, I am out, you know, I've been talking on here. I'm out going, talking to person, traveling with my wife. Now I learned to shut up and let her talk. 
I'm not going to step over until you learn to be more respectful. It's, it's just a little different thing that you will learn in, in your travel experience, right. especially when you start to travel out further and broaden. Mm. If the furthest you've gone is Caribbean, okay, well, try Africa. You know what I mean? Or South America. You know what I mean? Go a little further down. Or, right. uh, you know, maybe Europe, maybe middle of Africa, and you haven't, you know, all Europe, or whatever, that culture, whatever the case may be. Not to say that you have to, but one what I will tell people to do, especially men of color, you definitely need to go to Africa. You should go to Africa. You should go. Yes. I've now, and it's funny, I thought it was six. I've been to six countries in Africa. I actually just posted something today. Ironic. It was just, just my, uh, not my boss, but it was a, uh, a director of our di division. It was a funny experience. Very funny moment and today. It was this morning, actually. A, uh, pretty much, he, he saw features of uh, me. Uh, or I don't know what the hell he said. He was googling travel or something, and I came up. And he was like, "Hey, uh, I, I saw something online that said you you got you and your wife went to a hundred countries." And I thought, "Oh, this must be fake news." Ironically, right? And they Caucasian. Right. I'm like, fake news. I'm like, oh no, that was actually real. Me and my wife, you know, we've been to a hundred countries. Uh, we actually hit a hundred countries on my birthday. In September. Oh, really? Oh, and I was he's like, Where'd you go? I was like, I went we know oh, I said we went to Mauritius. He's like, Where's Mauritius? I was like, uh, Mauritius yeah. is in Africa. This fool goes, Oh, Africa. Oh, that that explains it. You went to all hundred countries in Africa? Wait, wait, what? So I said So I yep. I, I had this call <laughs> moment like, What the F? I was like I was like, actually, there's right. only fifty four countries in Africa. And unfortunately, I've only been mm. to seven. But I do, now that you said I do have plans because I'm gonna head in Kenya. The end of this month. So he was like, uh, oh, wow, congratulations. Then he goes, wait, don't you work for me? How can you afford to travel? What the F? You work for me? I was like, I, yeah, I love <laughs> like, I said, I said, well, you know what? I said, I guess it doesn't pay to be the boss because we're getting number one on one this, this, this uh, week. I was like, you know, have a great week. And it walked off. This face is priceless. I posted about this on our Instagram. It's crazy because it's kind of going viral right now. Like, it's like 4,000. It's, it's like 200 comments on this thing. Though. But it's things like that. And you know what's funny? Traveling made me respond differently. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because of now, what the F? You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, I, I laughed at it because the ignorance. And, it, and it's unfortunate, you know, a privileged situation. And I know so many people that have it, whether in the workforce, you know, whether it's a Caucasian person or not, or just people who think they're privileged, have this mindset of like, like of this concept or, or the concept that travel is so expensive. Now, depending right. on what you're trying to do, yeah, that shit can be expensive. However, you have, you, there's also ways to work with this system. And that's where I, we show people. Yeah, yeah it's, it's practical. Very practical. I've gone, you know, people, people go, oh, the Maldives is my dream spot. Been there. I've been to Fiji, I've been to Maldives, I've been all over those sawed-off locations that people want to go, like, that's expensive, it's far out, or that Caucasians, or Europeans, Europeans, we, we jokingly say Europeans, <laughs> yeah, we always <laughs> say, Europeans. Me and my wife, uh, <laughs> look at Europeans, like, no, I know what the correct term is, <laughs> I just like to call you Europeans, because you try to rope you in with the rope with the rope with rope with this, <laughs> what they try to do, right, so, that's just funny. they will tell you, like, Oh, oh, we've been to Fiji's or Maldives expensive. Like they make it seem like it's so expensive. No, we we've been no Maldives is expensive. But we got there. We didn't pay for the flight or the hotel when we right. got there. The shit was still expensive when we were there. But we was also expensive because we were on a resort. Right. We were on a Conrad. 
You know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. you could we could stay at Airbnb in Malé. You know what I'm saying? So it depends on when you know if, you, if the goal is to get there, we could definitely get there. But we try to just you know debunk those 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 little things and nuances that people think that oh that, I can't do this because it's too expensive or or it's too far or whatever the case may be. We try to show you look, it's possible. And that's why we've traveled to all different ways. I appreciate you really sharing that because the seekers are going to find it. You know what I mean? And you guys being public out there and, and being bold and, and clever and finessing these, uh, uh, <laughs> these people who question you otherwise. I mean, that's respect, bro. Um, and now I want to know how I can find out uh, about more of this. So what you guys got coming up next for trips? Let's start there. And then tell us about this website and, and the projects you're about to launch off with. Okay, so first uh, trip's coming up. We hit the Dominica in two days. Uh, well, yeah, we hit two days. Wednesday we're leaving. So that's number 101. Uh, we're hitting Kenya at the end of the month for Thanksgiving. We're actually going away for Thanksgiving. That's going to be 102. And then uh, we actually, we're going back to Dubai. We love Dubai. We went to years. But this time we're doing a cruise out of Dubai. And we're going to hit the new countries for us. is going to be Bahrain and Qatar. So, like, when you said Dubai, I was like, oh, y'all going to Dubai to go take a rocket ship to Mars or some shit. Like, when you guys hitting Mars, at this point, you're going to be around the world. <laughs> people, I've had people say that all the time. I'm like, yeah. If, you know, if, if, if it was affordable, I'd do it. I'd try. <laughs> I mean, you got, you got the points down, bro. Elon Musk is a, seems like a reasonable guy to negotiate with. You know what I mean? Like, look, I need these million hit points I got. Let me just get that ride on the rocket. You remember that? You need right. about 10 million. I'm like, well, give me some time. I'll make it there. But but we do we have and then we have um 2019 is actually booked for us too so that that will take us into 2019 because it's a New Year cruise so we okay. have um uh, just internal 2019 we have um uh, we're looking to go to probably going to go back to Aruba uh just to my wife there's a couple of things that we we didn't really see in Aruba like you know, we went there at the beginning that was actually before we hit the solo zero to 100 we uh right. that was in before 2013 we went to Aruba and now it's like it was certain things I was like. How the hell we didn't go to the natural pool in the room? So, so, I mean, yeah. so like, how did I miss that? So you know what I mean? So, like, that was back then. People weren't really talking about it. But I you know being infused into the trial life and seeing other people's pictures and photos, I see things now in countries that are like, damn, I've been to it and I probably should have hit. So some of the a few of those. So we're gonna hit Aruba. Uh and then Namibia, the one of the big ones is we're going to uh Namibia and Zambia in April. And uh yeah, and then May we're taking my mom. We're flying to Barcelona, which we we've been to Spain, but only been to Madrid. So we're going to see Barcelona, and we're actually going to see Andorra. That's going to be the new country. All we're in Barcelona. Okay. Andorra is a very you know, small country. Uh, we're going to see Andorra. That's going to be new. We're going to take a cruise. Take my mom. It goes to Italy and France. Um, so we should get to see Italy, two parts of Italy, and uh, May, June, July. I don't. And my wife. Uh, we're going back to Greece in uh, probably July. We're going to hit Santorini and stay there a little longer. That's kind of what we have, like, that's paid for. Well, not paid for, but used by our points. What is technically paid for? That's set up for next year. That's already, it's already booked. Like, our hotel flights, everything is booked. Those are locations. We're probably, I'm trying to throw St. Vincent and the Grenadines in there. <laughs> because right, right, right. It's, it's the last. Uh, island country that we haven't been to. Well, we so Dominica was one, and Saint Vincent and the Grenadines is the second. So it's the last island that's a country that we haven't been to. Mm-hmm. That uh, you know, I kind of want to throw that in there, just like having all of them. But we'll see. You know, I, 
my wife is always like, you always try to throw stuff in there. We don't, I don't know yet, but she's the one, she's, she's down for the travel, but kind of when we have it planned out, I, again, I don't like to waste new federal holidays. So she's like, right, right. Like, you don't have to worry about it. So, right. uh, you know, I, I keep it in the, what I do is, I don't just plan it because you know, we're a team, but I have it. I have it ready to hit go. Like I'm looking at the flights, <laughs> the prices. It's queued up as prep Yeah, I got the, the points, how many points I'm going to need for the hotel or the setup. So, it's, you know, anytime she wants to pull the trigger, <laughs> you know what I mean? She hits me with the like, you know what? I think I'm going to have Oh, we can book it tomorrow. So I am ready for that, but this is just not booked. So that's what we have okay, okay. to travel. As far as um what's coming up. So um, unfortunately, a good thing and bad thing is, the bad thing, I was actually going to try to launch our website today. But the good thing is, so that's the bad. The good thing is we will launch our site before we leave for Dominica. And the good thing is we have more merchandise for people. We have uh, more different okay. uh, design, more to 100 country shirts. So phase one is the website launches. We're going to have features. Uh, we've featured couples. We have what we call couples corner, uh, family fun features, family people who, who travel as families. Uh, solo travelers, and then our group getaways. So those are going to be features, and then we're going to have merchandise, both to 100 countries, passport covers, t-shirts, keychains, luggage tags, so forth, to be available on the site. That's phase one. Phase two, okay. project two, starts in January. We're going to start uh, roll out our tricks to travel training videos, where we would teach people step-by-step step how we travel pretty much the world for essentially free. And, and we teach hmm. people that. That's phase two. Phase three will be our project three, shall we say, will be we're going to start um, uh, doing seminars, Road to 100 Country Expos. We're really going to try to go to different major cities in the U.S. and pretty much you know, debunk different situations. We're going to invite people like yourself, other travelers, to be on our panel. It's not going to be just about us. It's going to be you know, a, a, an expo. So other uh, travel agents, things like you see those, those travel expos going out there now, but ours is going to be the Road to 100 Country Travel Expo. We're going to not just, you know, have travel agents. We're just looking for it. We're going to sh- literally show you how to do it. Now, you, when you yeah. leave our expo, you're going to hit the ground running. You're not just going to be inspired. You're going to be inspired. You're going to execute. That's what our travel expos are going to be about. You know, you go to these expos and you know, oh, I want to travel more. I want to get excited. And you have these little pamphlets and brochures, and then it goes to the wayside. Or, you know, that's what you look at mm-hmm. during lunchtime. When you leave our expo, you're going to walk away with like, oh, I already got my next trip. Where are we going? You might have one trip planned where you're going, and that's our goal. And then uh, our last project, we have a couple things in the air, but our real goal right now is we want to get on a talk show. I want to get on Ellen. I'm, I'm trying to see mm. I want to be on Ellen in 2019. She and I, we want to be on uh, Ellen 2019. So that's that's my my goal. I'm envisioning it. I'm just going to try to make it happen. That's some of the projects we have coming up. Wow, bro. That's that's real. That's expansive. And I mentioned you guys were already uh, big players in the, in the travel movement. I mean, your page is everywhere. Um, and the fact that you want to bring this to to real life to to have such an impact on people's lives is so great. And shout out to Ellen, because we all know Ellen listens to the oh, show. Great. Don't play Ellen. You know, you know the show. Um, you know, make sure you get Ronnie on and, and Dr. Sheba. This is going to be lit. But um, yeah, man. So that website is roadto100countries.com with 100 spelled out with numbers, That's correct. Right? That's the only thing, the uh, number, everything is spelled out, roadto100countries.com. Uh, if you Google it now, it's uh, we have a Facebook group. Uh, we have a like page. Please like our page. Uh, everybody was joining the group, and I was like, wait, you forgot to like. 
the good thing about you know when you like the page, all our <laughs> features feed into the page too. So everybody we feature on, the, yeah. so we have two Instagrams. Mine's is uh, Ronnie Dunstan. Uh, that's where you'll find our travel. But Road to 100 Countries is the Instagram about everyone's travel, everyone else. That's where we feature right. other people. We created the page where right. originally it was going to be our personal page. I'm like, nah, you know what? We need to make this for everybody, everybody else. So the hashtag and the, because you can follow hashtags now, the hashtag and the Instagram are Road to 100 Countries. Awesome. So definitely when you guys are out here traveling, taking, you know, posting up for your IG pics, <laughs> make sure you tag them, add the hashtag to your post. Ronnie, this has been a dope discussion, bro. We went in some depth. You dropped some real gems. I'm so grateful we had a chance to, to sit down and talk, bro. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I'm glad you reached out. I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm down with a uh, black travel gram, if I'm not mistaken, the ones who were telling me about you. And uh, yeah. I said, like, yeah, man, let's, let's make it happen. So Glad we did. I wish the website was up now. I, I, was, I literally planned this. I chose this day because I was like, yeah, website's going to be up. But it's technically <laughs> it's up if you go to it. So that's a good thing, too. Like, people don't remember anything. Just go to the website, and all our social media links are there. So you can actually yep, yep, sure. know. So you go there, and it's like, oh, it's not up. Nope. But everything on our Facebook group, our Instagram page, and our personal Instagram, Road to 100, and our personal page, all there. And then the website will be up. Uh, it'll be up this week. For sure. And by the time the edits come out on the show, we're going to make you look real good. Um, but uh, <laughs> until then, bro, we're going to sign off, man. Thanks again for stopping by. And um, we'll wrap soon, man. Looking forward to keeping up with the adventures. All right, brother. I appreciate it. And I, I look forward to hearing the, uh, the cast, too. So. Yeah, 100%, man. All right. Well, stay well. All right, man. Have a good one. All right. Peace. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, Ronnie sharing some gems and real insights and great news. Their website, RoadTo100Countries.com is now up. It's live. It's in full effect. They have some nice blog posts up there. You can subscribe to learn about their tricks to travel program that Ronnie mentioned on the show. Like, it's super dope. The site's beautiful. And I think everything they're trying to do, especially for young travelers of color, being young travelers themselves is, is super dope. So shout out to Ronnie. Shout out to Dr. Sheba. Like... Y'all for real are goals and doing some dope stuff. So I hope just listening to the interview inspired some of you guys to, to see that travel is, is practical and maybe more feasible than you thought, especially when you have some people with experience and a system behind it. So let's talk about passports and what we at Point Noir wanna do to empower men of color to get their passports. Essentially, we just want y'all to travel. So here's how we're gonna do it. We have two options. You can either go the Twitter route or the Instagram route. And I'm gonna tell you the Twitter route is easier. So for Twitter, all you have to do is follow myself at Jerry the Third. We don't have a show page up on Twitter yet. You need to create a tweet, simple, like, you know, 2011 type stuff. Create a tweet, dust off your account, make sure you mention me at Jerry the Third, and I wanna know what having a passport would mean to you. Mention me in there, like I said, include the hashtag Passpoint18, and that's it, you're done. Super easy, and you can see examples of that on our Instagram page where people have won based off their submissions. It's super dope. Instagram route, you need to follow our page at Point Noir Show. You need to create a post with us tagged in there that says what having a passport means to you. Now you can get extra creative here. You can just do a picture. You could do a little funny video or a skit. Like we're with everything. The more creative, the better. And we love to see that energy. So 
tell us again what having a passport would mean to you. You know, include some sort of visual or video and make sure you include the hashtag Passpoint18 because we want to make sure we see all your entries and give everybody a fair shot at having access to this 100% free passport. And if you want to hear about some people who've won our passport sponsorship program already, check out our winner's circle number one, which was just released a couple weeks ago. And you can hear the stories of the five young men that we've sponsored and supported in their ambition to travel the world. So that's all I have for you this week. Hope you guys love this session. We have more great guests coming for you into this holiday season. So when you're sick of your friends, family, and loved one, and just want to chill out with some eggnog and a comfy place on a couch, we got you covered. Stay tuned. As always, I'm Jerry the Third, aka Kimono Jack, and this is me signing off. Peace. <laughs>